music to my ears. Six Pod is back, baby. Welcome back, uh, listeners. Jacob, it's been it's been a minute. How how are you? How I like we we've, we've been talking throughout this this pause. But how are you? I feel like this is like a good opportunity to like catch up. Yeah, as no, well. I'm doing well, Simon. You know, it's it's been busy. We apologize for the uh, for the long absence as, as Simon and I were both going through a bunch of midterms and and working as well. So we appreciate you guys taking the time. Um, but yeah, Simon, I'm doing okay. Busy and, you know, pressures of school and stuff. But how about yourself? Feel it. I feel that it is I feel that as well. Um this semester just in specific for some reason has been a little bit more demanding, I guess. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can you agree feel that, that as well. I do. I felt I don't know, maybe it's just cuz well, you're online, but for me it feels like you know off like online school was was a little bit of like a not a break but like yeah it was like a break from normal schooling and then now you're right back into it for me but i know you got a little bit more on your plate so you're you're working in person right um no like i'm doing the uh i'm doing like the apprenticeship for work that's obviously in person but um not right now no i'll probably be back in like real life teaching again in december like over the christmas holidays when i teach two courses but for now it's still remote work still zoom zoom university zoom work uh no it's uh it's good but i am excited to be back with uh with you and the six pod our community. army what, the community what, are, yeah, what is whatever. our uh, fan base jacob oh, yeah. is it the six pod squad i we haven't really thought of something and we haven't haven't thought like a of like a team yeah i guess like fan you know. club well we'll start getting that merch out we'll get that name ready <laughs> um you know for the brand but simon lots lots as lots has been going on um not only with the Leafs and the Raptors, but with the Blue Jays as well. It's, uh, yeah, we've, we've missed out on quite a bit going on. So we're going to try and, you know, walk you through the, the major stuff that we've missed and, and give you our two cents on them. So Simon, first and foremost, let's first acknowledge the, uh, the conversation we had. I think it was two or three, two or three podcasts ago. We had a conversation about Robbie Ray versus Marcus Simeon and as it turns out um we got neither of us yeah neither of us really got what we wanted there so Marcus Simeon signing with the Texas Rangers Robbie Ray signing with the Seattle Mariners Simon which one are, are you more upset with Simeon a 500 percent and I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about some of my thoughts on on Ray later but I want to know your your initial um reactions to these two 
losses. I wasn't prepared to lose both. Really? I maybe I should have been. Maybe it, it was naive of me to think that we would at least retain. No, I think both. that's fair. I think that's fair. But I wasn't prepared for both yeah. to leave. Mm-hmm. But so, did you think there was a better chance of both signing than none signing? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, that's gonna uh, actually, I don't know about that. I feel like that's a little rich. That I rich. definitely think the least likely outcome in my head, though, was like both walking. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Simeon first, so let's talk about Simeon's deal. Pretty big how deal. Much the, how, how much is it worth? Like $500 million? How much is he getting? No. Like, what is it? Um, I have to double check, but I'm pretty sure he is getting seven years with a hundred and seventy-five million. I will double check for you, but I'm fairly certain it was one seventy-five total, and it was either six or seven years. So, regardless, that's that's a lot of money. And and after his silver slugger, third in MVP voting, Gold Glove first team all MLB season Simon he he deserved that type of money so at the end of the day you got to be happy for him first and foremost right because he he came and did that with us and he deserved he he earned a contract so I'm happy he's getting the term he wants because the Jays rebuilt him that's what happened Mm -hmm. with the deal that he got are you happy that deal was not signed with the Blue Jays. hundred percent. Like hundred like, so percent. You're happy that years. that's not done with the Jays. Yeah. I, if I would here, Simon, if I was going to sign Simeon this year, I would not have given him more than three or four years in my, in my opinion. And I know he wanted term. So it makes sense that something didn't really work out here. Uh, given, you know, some of the Jays priorities, I think I think you just got to be happy for the guy and, and wish him well. But yeah, and he's definitely a really hard person to replace, especially after the season he had this year. But yeah, well, um, is, is Texas supposed to be good? Like, what are they doing over there? Yeah, so didn't they? I guess who else did they can, sign? It was uh, Simeon and and Corey Seager. Seager, um, right? Are what are we? What are what's going on over there? They're 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 one of those teams, I think that's trying to start their window. If that makes sense, they're trying to build you know the core pieces of what they believe to be their 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 window title run type thing. So um, they're probably, but previous to these signings, they're a bottom three team in the MLB. Um, but just with they've committed, mind you, they just committed half a billion dollars to two players. I mean. Exactly five hundred million to Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, which is a lot of money for two people. But it's not it's not unheard of in the MLB, right? If you look at um, the Padres left side of their infield, Simon over five hundred million. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. I don't want to get too off track with our Jays talk right now. We're going to talk about some other ludicrous deals later, but. Yeah, Seager and Simeon do help that lineup, but they're still not a playoff team um, yet. So I don't expect them to be done either. 
It's on him. Really? Yeah. What are your thoughts on Ray? I know you wanted him a little bit more than Simeon. We had that discussion. You thought Ray was the guy we needed to focus on. And he left. Yeah, so probably that. Like he won. I have we done a podcast since he won the Cy no. Young? I don't. No, even, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, so. so folks, Ray won the Cy Young, which I don't know if you want to want to go back a couple of episodes where Jacob was adamant that um, the joke, the Joker playing in. New York was going to win. Man, you were wrong. Eh? Let me explain <laughs> that. Let me explain that. Let me explain that. Let me explain that. Garrett Cole? Here's the thing. Let me explain <laughs> that. Here's the thing. Let me explain <laughs> that. So, so, the reason I did that, you're, gonna, you're not going to believe me. No one's going to believe me. It's fine. No one's going to believe me. But the reason I said that, because if if you've ever sat with me and listened to me predict things simon whenever i do this it's almost always wrong when i when i in my heart believe something so i told myself i'm gonna believe garrett cole's gonna win robbie ray's gonna win so the outcome the outcome i was hoping for happened and it was because i didn't i didn't go in public go on air and say robbie ray is gonna win it's because i went in public and said garrett cole's gonna win it's a joke um I'm not super so anyways, stitious, but I am a little stitious, Simon. Isn't that from The Office? Yeah. I think that's from The Office. Yeah. Do you like The anyways. Office? I don't really like The Office. Anyways, back what? to Robbie. Back to, back to Robbie, right? People say I that like I am, they remind me. Of I Dwight? Of, of, of what? <laughs> or Michael. <laughs> I was going to say Michael, um, which isn't a compliment at all. But... When Robbie Ray back back to the topic, back, yeah. when Ray won the Cy Young, and he was doing his press parade with like TSN Sportsnet, I think it was on Tim and Friends. <laughs> Tim and Friends. And Tim McAuliffe was like, "Hey, so what are you what are you doing next year? Like, what's what's going on? Are you coming back to the Jays?" And I'm paraphrasing, but basically he said, I'm really enjoying the free agency process and I'm having I'm having a lot of fun doing that. And you know, I'm not gonna rush things and what have you. And so when I when I heard that, I made peace with the fact that Ray may not be coming back. Up until that point, I was pretty sure that the like a deal was gonna get done, but mm-hmm. up, I I didn't. It was then when I started to like really kind of come to actualization that a deal may not get done. Yeah. See, for me, I'm sorry. I realized. Sorry, I was just gonna say. For me, I realized it when they signed, and we'll talk about him in a sec. But when they signed Gosman, that's when I was like, yeah they're not given that type of money to two people but can continue i'm sorry no i um and i'd love to get your take on 
Gosman because they sign pretty similar deals. Yeah, almost identical. Uh, like very, very similar. There's just yeah, and the only difference is one more million dollar a year for Ray. Yeah. And so why, Jacob? Tell me why okay. they did this. Okay, so I've I've told a couple people. Because you said something... you said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because you said that you like him better than Ray. Yeah. So let me explain. Okay. I think so Gosman, just for just for a quick refresher, we signed Kevin Gosman, who was an all-star this year with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, we signed him to five years, $110 million. Which is like I like we just mentioned, five million dollars, five million dollars less than the deal Ray signed with the Mariners. I am much happier they signed Kevin Gosman than Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, yes, was the Cy Young this year. Yes, he had a great year. But Robbie Ray, previous to this, was very, very, very average, if not below average for a starting pitcher. And yeah, Pete Walker, you know, helped him mechanically in that he's not, I'm not saying he's going to return to being average and mediocre, but I don't believe he's a pitcher the league will have a hard time with in his second year after his change. Does that make sense? I think now that people have kind of seen him and he's, he really is a, like a true two pitch guy and, and Gosman is a similar two pitch guy, but Ray is a two pitch guy. In my opinion, he's got his fastball, which can get up to 96, sometimes 97. And he's got his slider, which is a great pitch as well. Um, and again, this is, this is just my opinion. Robbie is a great pitcher but I just don't see Ray getting any better than he was this season. Whereas I believe Gosman, especially with Pete Walker. Now, if you want to keep naming other pitchers that had great years under Pete Walker coming in, um, I think it's fair to say that's a huge element to consider as well. And Gosman has been getting better every year for the past three years, Simon. This year he was arguably, I thought at the NL all-star break, sorry, at the all-star break, he was arguably the best pitcher in the NL next to Jacob deGrom. Had to throw that in there, you know. But, Simon. Uh, what? No, I I think... I have never... Do you want me to, I'm going to be completely transparent. I've never heard of him before. I know you haven't, but that's fine. I saw that's fine. the press... The, 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 the tweets starting to roll in. Yeah, I get um, it. He's not a loud name. He's not a flashy name, Simon. Like I said, no. he's been getting better every year. So he's not someone who's been like historically really good. Um, but I will also say his body of work is bigger than than Ray's at this point. Um, so if I understand correctly, you think that Gosman's ceiling is higher than Ray's in terms of absolutely. That's that's almost exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. Ray's reached his understand. potential. I yeah, I think Ray has reached his potential and will never have a year like this again. Whereas I think Gosman is still improving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I'm sorry, Simon, but I, I just also don't see how Robbie Ray could have gotten here without Pete Walker too. So adding in that Pete Walker element well, I to agree. an already, you know, trending upwards Kevin Gosman, and he's got crazy stuff, Simon. Like you watched his highlights, right? 
You got oh, that sink or splitter I spent like combo? two and a half hours just watching his splitter compilations. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some stuff, and I don't think Ray's. He also a just seems guy. like a nice person too. Yeah, I was Calm watching guy. interviews with him. Easy going. That's what you need here. I heard. I heard Ray and Vladdy got into it a lot on the bench. Hey. I also heard that Ray's agents they tried to they tried to play the Jays. Did you see that? And yeah. Then they... the, and then the Jays were like, "All right, bet Gosman, you down? All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Get in." Um, um, but I'm happy that. Speaking of, sorry, what were you going to say? I'm just saying I'm happy. I, I think he's he was a top three starting pitcher available. So I'm happy we we pulled the trigger there with him. So I want to talk about the Jays starting rotation, but before doing so, we also need to talk about another major signing that the Jays pulled off, I think like less than a week, not less than a week ago, probably probably about a week and a half ago, where Barrios reached a seven-year extension. A hundred and thirty one million dollars. That's a great signing. That's a great signing. We we did talk about his prime. Yep. Yep. What are your thoughts? Only getting better. Yeah, like you know, we talked about Barrios and, and when like at the trade deadline when we got him, we said, you know, they are probably pretty certain they'll get him for a long period of time if they're giving up Austin Martin, right? And Thankfully, that was true, and we get him until 2028, Simon? Yeah. 2027 or 2028. So I'm looking forward to what he becomes. Again, Pete Walker plus these young trending upward pitchers, Simon, it's exciting. It's it's just like one of the happiest times. Like this is the happiest offseason I can remember having in a while just because you're already competitive. And you're seeing the front office willing to spend. It's just a great feeling when you know Rogers you're already good. Communications. Thank you, Teddy. Um, so yeah, Simon. As of right the Jays now, are Jacob making good signings. Yeah. As of right now, I would think the starting rotation, in no particular or order, would be Ryu, Brios. Gosman, Manoa, Pearson, not Pearson. Who who else is in that at Stripling? Yeah, it'll be Stripling probably to start the year. And based on, I don't know where they're going to start Pearson again this year. He looked pretty That's good, five. man. Um, yeah, over nine innings. But that's like, a pretty that's a pretty good rotation to to start, oh, right? Are you happy? Yeah, is like, that yeah, very happy. As long where as does that I line said, up within the league? Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot there. That's a good question, though. Top five? Um, yeah, top five. Top five. Um, I think top two in the AL. Who's better in the AL? The Yankees? No. The Yankees is worse. The starting pitching is the worst. Boston? The worst part for the Yankees. No, not Boston. Um, Tampa? Or Montreal, no, depending on where they end up next year. Then who? 
who's who's better in the AL? Man. Do we have the best pitching in the AL? Is that is that what is that what's um that the White Sox? The, uh... I think the White Sox are up there. Um but yeah. Other than the White Sox, man, I can't think of like another team as deep as ours, and we are probably even deeper than the White Sox. Like, okay, realistically, Simon, if we get, like you said, Brio centering his prime, which is, you know, you're going to get a three ERA guy close to 200 strikeouts, and likely the same thing with Gosman, uh, with Manoa, hopefully he makes another step forward from an already really impressive rookie season. And just with Ryu, if you can get prime Ryu, like from his first year or, you know, his last couple of years in LA, man, that is a four person rotation alone doesn't even matter who your fifth guy is simon that's getting you you're going to be in four games out of every five there's not much more you can assuming ask for so ryu has a bounce back year because holy he will no nope, no nope, he nope, was nope, off no nope, nope. we don't need to talk about it he's going to be firing on all cylinders next year firing i have one more question about the jays jacob Has there ever been such a shift in the front office's perception? And what I mean by that is what? Three years ago, a lot of people did not like Atkins and Shapiro. They thought they were too uh, progressive, analytically driven, did not know what it takes to win, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people did not like that tandem. Chance, you know, fast forward to today, they are... I, from my perspective, highly respected in the, the this market and seem to have the respect of other teams. Have you noticed that as well? Yeah, I think, you know, when you have multiple free agents, like high, like top, top tier free agents talking to you, I think that that shows, you know, that the front office is doing something right, right? Like, other than winning, there's something going on that's drawing them to Toronto. Because you know, you Pete could Walker. always, if you want, if yeah, exactly, Pete Walker, things like like they're doing something right in the front office that that's helping free agents at least consider us. Because even right now, Simon, we're in talks. Okay, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. I'm so sorry. Please do. But signing Freddie Freeman would be the greatest thing to happen since Kawhi getting traded to the Raptors, Simon. That's that I'm telling you, if they get Freddie, I'm here's a take here. Here it comes. If we get Freddie Freeman 2022 MLB champions, not close, no contest, not talking about it. If we get Freddie Freeman, it is absolutely game over Simon. And I'm, I'm, I needed to, I saw that tweet today that I sent you saying, you know, oh, these little connections between sources saying this and this. And it just, it just, it just put me straight down the rabbit hole, Simon. And I've been refreshing Twitter with keywords, Freddie Freeman, just every five minutes, every five minutes. I, Jacob, I'm, I'm, I am just too excited about it. I, I, like if he came here, man, mm. 
2023, however many years we have this team with Freddie Freeman, however many years. Championship. Dynasty. So if, if we get State. Friedman, is uh are we are we taking big Vladimir Vladimir uh Vladimir back to third base? What's going on there? Yeah, he can he can here's the thing. We don't have a DH either, son. That's a great thing. Well, you gotta that means I think people forget that Springer plays center field because of how much he took exactly. up the DH spot last year. You're right. And you know, it's just like if you don't have a set DH, that means everyone can play a position, but everyone can always switch around and someone just goes on the DH day for one. Like Montoya loves doing that too. He loves using the DH I know, but uh, spot if we as have a guys candy like, for his little children. Seriously. But imagine like your DH rotation just being like Springer, Vladdy, Freeman, Hernandez. Like that's disgusting. Like imagine, yeah. imagine facing a lineup where it's Bo Bichette, then it's Teoscar Hernandez, then it's Vladimir Guerrero Jr., then it's Freddie Freeman. Like, then it's George Springer. I'm. How did I even forget George Springer? That's crazy. And I know you can say the same thing about last year with Semyon even, but like Freddie Freeman has probably been a top 10 player of the past decades on it. Okay, so it's happening is what you're telling me. Like, If it doesn't happen, the, I'm saying uh, that I'm ending it. Okay, hold up. Wow, whoa, whoa. Like the podcast. Um, um okay <laughs> so it'll be difficult for you actually no here i'll equate this to a to a baseball signing i guess what would have been more likely to happen in your assessment and i know we're in the present right now so this is difficult but what would have been more likely or be more likely Springer coming to Toronto or Freeman coming to Toronto? Like, where is the likelihood of that? Or can you answer that? I know that's an unfair question, potentially. I think I think if you were to tell me if they were both free agents last year, who I would have said is there? there's a better chance for, I would have said Freeman because he has family in Canada. Does he? Um, I didn't know that. He does, yeah. He's, he's actually, he played for Canada in the last uh, World Baseball Classic. Oh, so he's coming home. This changes things. That would be that would be the plan, Simon. Yeah, I, so he's I believe his mother was a Canadian citizen, so he had dual citizenship. Um and he played for Team Canada at the last World Baseball Classic and Yeah, so that's why I or initially would have said that, but you know, given that's the thing too, because given his history in Atlanta, he's been there his whole career, and he just won a ring there. Made me initially at the beginning of free agency not even consider Freeman as an option. But here we are, an option here. Freddie Freeman, we are here. We are Simon. Just one more, one more thing before we move on to the Leafs, please. Max Scherzer, yeah, just signed a deal, and I want to tell you. A fun stat about this deal. So, Max Scherzer signed a three-year deal, $43 million a year. $43 million a year, Simon, is a higher number than the whole payroll of two MLB teams. Max Scherzer, this year, will be making more money than two whole teams. 
himself. And that's for three years he'll be doing that. Isn't that crazy? You think Strowman's coming back to Toronto? No, I don't. I'm scared to talk about Strowman, man. He's. You think, you if you ever heard this it? podcast you and you hear this, his name, <laughs> he, we might get like a cease and desist. I don't know. So I'm never going to say anything bad about Marcus Strowman in any public sphere. Never. Um, great guy, great pitcher. That's end of story. No, but he's not coming back. There's no way. Um, for those of you who don't know, Marcus Strowman's a pretty serious social media user. Doesn't like to be. I'm going to stop. I, I told must, myself I was going to stop. I'm not going to say anything. He must name else. search. Like, he finds tweets about himself that have, like... Six likes. Yeah. And, like, yeah. by someone in, like, Brantford, Ontario. Yeah. Like, like he has to name search on Twitter. He has to. Yeah. And, um... Where do you think he ends up? Pray six I know we'll, never I know comes we'll move on. Where do, you think he's, where do you think he's going to end up? He's going back to the mats. There's no way. No, burn bridges he's there a, on he, social media. Um, where else did he burn bridges? New York, Yankees. Not going to sign there. He's not going to sign with the Jays. Probably a West Coast team. Yeah, but they haven't had much experience with them, right? So they may not know to the extent. Yeah. So uh, I could see honestly, honestly, if he signs with the Angels, Angels are coming to the playoffs next year. Ooh, ooh. Because they also signed Syndergaard, right? Um, Ooh. So, watch out. But if any if history tells us anything, Simon, they could sign Fernando Tatis, Ronald Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and still not make the playoffs. That's just how the Angels play. So yeah, a lot to unpack there, Simon. Um, what's going on in Leaf Town? Jacob, a lot of good things. Hmm. We'll switch up for the pod. Yeah, I have no faith in them, but there's a lot of good things happening right now in the Leafland, I guess hmm. you can say. Leafland. Leaf so, Town? what's better? Leaf Town. Leafland? Yeah. Debrushen City is usually what I refer to it as. Um,. So let's let's take a look at where the team is at right now. Because our last podcast, I was very upset. And very upset. Uh since then, I think someone heard. I think someone heard our episode or my episode and they've turned it around since then. Right now, Jacob, they are first in the entire league right now with 33 points. Are they not even tied with... I thought they were tied with Washington. They are tied with Washington, but that's irrelevant. Mm. We're not talking mm. about mm. tied. They're first, they're first no. in the league right now. They don't ask how, right? They ask how many. 16 wins, 6 losses. They are on an absolute heater right now and jacob if you look at the advanced stats like they are unlucky right now like this team has yet to reach their like best hockey yet and like if you're looking at like shooting metrics and just like team metrics 
um, this team can get like scary, scary good. I still have zero faith in them as an or- as an organization and as a team. No trust, but this team's good. In literally any stat that you look at, they are dominating right now. Um, and they can win in like any type of game too, which is a lot, which is like really, really good as well. Simon, um, since we last recorded, I've been uh, fortunate enough to see our boys in blue play live for the first time in a couple of years. It's a pretty great game, actually. They played Tampa. How Bay how sexy is Tavares? Yeah, he's, yeah, sure. He's like extremely good looking, isn't he? Holy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Matthews is better looking. No, no, you know why? It's because he's wearing a helmet. If you see that forehead, you'd be like, <laughs> that, wow. Yeah, that's fair. That's exactly I mean, yeah, why. Helmetless, I'd probably go. I'd probably go JT. But with land, helmets too, Willie's in the game. With helmets. land an airplane on that forehead. Love you though, Matthews. So. Yeah, let's let's break these let's break these stats down here for a, for a second here, okay? Yeah, fundamentally. So they are they allow the fourth fewest goals per sixty. Like only the Panthers, Hurricanes, and Flames are allowing less goals per sixty. Wow. That's that's something new for them, right? Like they're usually they're def- used to the man, offensive their defensive, stats. their defensive game is phenomenal right now. Our goals for per sixty is nineteenth in the league at two point three five goals per game, but. Our X goals 50 is first in the league. So what does that tell you, Jacob? It tells you that we are unlucky right now. Like the goal, like we should be scoring a lot more goals than they, we have been. And at this point, we are first in the league. We are running away with the Atlantic division, which means that as of right now, we would meet Boston in the first round, which is really, really funny. Um, but, 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 let's hope Boston picks it up or something. Like, but, um, man, this, te- this team looks good, which is scary, but yeah. Okay, so We're let me ask you this. Right now. Couple questions for Couple our answers. expert, Simon. Um, who right now is exceeding expectations through the first you know quarter of the season who's someone that's taking you a little bit by surprise maybe someone who's... andre kasha mm-hmm. and david kampf gonna be honest sweden 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 no to check check the check boys they're check they're check boys yeah. yeah so let's uh let's pull up their stats here um, I was really confused when they signed both of them. Kasha in particular, because of his lengthy injury history. Mm. It is lengthy. Yeah, he's injured a lot. It's a, yeah, it's long. He's 
currently injured right now, but it's like minor. But still, um, he has looked like so good this year. David Kampf has also been a defensive line shutdown machine. Nothing happens when he's on the ice. And Jacob, I want to talk. I want to. I want to make one comment about those two together. Is that it's been so long since the third line of the Leafs has had any identity. And what I, what I mean what by a, that? What a random thing to say. What I mean like, by no, that? Elaborate. I'm gonna no, like elaborate. It, I'm I'm tr- I'm trying. Okay is that the third line in the past has really not been able to do anything. And what I mean by that, to further that point, is it's just players that haven't really fit on either JT's or Matthew's wing. Right? And so you throw a you throw a third line you throw a you throw a third line center in, in between two misfit toys. Um, that can't that can't keep up with um, JT or Matthews. This year, though, it's been Kampf and Kasha, who grew up together as children playing hockey together in ch- wherever they were from, some crazy league in the Czech Republic, and they have this chemistry, and that like not only are like they are taking care of the defensive elements. But they're also doing a really, really good job at um, generating as well. Like Kasha has been really, really good, um, and I think those two are my 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 standouts for right now. I know I kind of went on a tangent there, but yeah, that's where I'm at. No, tangents are welcome and encouraged here, Simon. Nice. I'm glad that you had that answer like fairly well ready. That was that was quick, precise to the point. There's a couple. There's a couple. Um, but yeah. Okay, well then we'll flip that one around then, and who's someone that's got to pick it up in the uh, coming, coming games? Nick Ritchie does nothing at all. He just is just takes up space and does absolutely nothing. I am flabbergasted that he makes a, a two point five, one point five, way too much. He should be playing in Hong Kong right now. He is not good at hockey at all. Awful. Not good at all. He does nothing well at all. Zero. Again, straightforward, right to the point. Thank you for that. One. Hold up, hold up, um, hold up, hold up, hold up. Give us, Jay, give us Jay, do you want to know his shooting percentage right now? Can I guess? Z- z- zero. Oh, okay. Zero. None, actually. You know why? Because he hasn't scored a goal yet. So it's, it's, just, it's just zero. It doesn't even say. You want to know how many want? <laughs> want <laughs> like his his IXG is like four point not his like IXG meaning like the goals he like technically has like produced is like four point eight eight, but he just he does not have a dangerous shot at all. So the goalie just traps it. Like he's not good at hockey. Yeah. Next question. Next question. Right. I don't even know. Yeah. There's nothing more to add about that. No. Let's forget about him. 
Um, yeah, and then I want to hear a little bit of analysis on the big four. Have they been meeting their expectations? Are they playing well? Are you liking the lines right now? Who of the big four? Who of the big four is carrying the load right now? Uh, John Tavares. Uh, there's literally no. Remember when you like, said he quite... was washed? <gasps> I Jacob, we need to we need to talk about that. If you we watch to him skate, that. to quote, if you watch him skate, it's like he's skating with cinder blocks on his feet. That was you, Jacob. I I'm not. That's true. I don't know what you're saying. Like he cannot skate. I like no one has ever thought. No one who watches hockey like regularly is like, wow, John Tavares is a really, really good skater. Like any ever since his like Oshawa days, he has never been like a very good skater. But Tavares has been doing very, very well recently. Let's pull up his stats. Um like you 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 saw him. How did he look when you uh yeah, he when scored the uh, tying goal, and he was, I think, like the second assist on the on the overtime goal. But yeah, no, he's uh, like you said, good looking guy, fun to watch, easy on the eyes. It's it's good. It's a good time. So, just to put in perspective, he's a point a game player this year. It's twenty two games played, twenty two points, ten goals, six six. Uh, primary assists six secondary assists he he's looking phenomenal right now i think if like who's the team leader in points though marner mitch i think it would have to be really it's not Um, willie i thought willie was light in the lamp but um i think out of like the big four if if you're gonna like be like that I would I would think you would have to say Austin, but like I'm not worried about Austin if that makes sense. No, we're not usually worried about Austin. I mean, I'm a little bit worried about Austin. No, you don't need to be worried about Austin, Simon. Like I think if I'm if I'm correct, I think his shooting percentage right now is like an is that like an all time low. Can we also recognize a little bit how good Jab Campbell is right now? He's on the Olympic team if they go. That seems like a stretch. No, like it's not. What do I know? It's not. Like he'll be their third goalie, but he'll be on that team. So it's called leaf bias right there. So Austin Matthews shooting percentage right now is 11%. His wow. career, his career years have been 18, 18, Dude, 16, 15. So more goals will be going in soon. I mean, yeah, he still has 19 points in 20 games, right? So it's, it's not, you can't say he's disappointing by any means, but if you want to hold no. him to his own standards, then no. I guess you could say there's room for improvement, right? I think, I think, uh, Peter Morazic needs to get his act together. Like he Isn't pulls he a muscle. Yeah, again, he'll be back with the Marlies this coming uh this coming weekend, but 
Wool's been okay as a backup though in the games he's played, right? He's three and zero. Hey, how do how do you know that? That's that's pretty I've like been watching. niche. That you haven't been watching. You you're watching I've, full games. Not full games, but my roommate watches, so I watch with him sometimes. Okay. And I'll Wall has like three, four, five cents. Yeah, Wally. Um, did you know? Drew, the boys did you know John him. Tavares is washed? Did you? Uh, did you know that? You said That's that. I can't, that. You said that earlier on in the season. No, you, you said that said in that a previous the first pod. game. <laughs> did no. I? I don't think I did. If I did, yeah. Johnny, I'm sorry. No. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Jacob, you said that. Can we get a quote? Can you pull yeah, the audio sure. here? Find a quote, but you go to the last one. I just quoted you from the last podcast saying, John Tavares can't skate. And then we went on to talk about how skating is perfectly correlated to overall washness. <laughs> perfectly. Um, so. I, I don't know how to feel about this team, though. And like I'm, I share that with many Leafs fans. Like, I but how though? Like none of this matters until (laughs) April. None of it. Nothing matters. That's why, like, when people you still have to win consistently. Like, it could be worse right now. Does really does not a lot for me to be honest. Like, I'm glad that you know I'm seeing tweets that you know the, the month of November has been like the most winningest month of the franchise history congrats to the maple leafs for winning the stanley cup of november like i don't care right now what i really want is to win a first um, round series and anything do something uh, one of our core four players either not getting decapitated five minutes into a game or <laughs> not going to sleep for a seven game series like i would i would i would appreciate that so that's why, like, in the same breath, I, I do I really – I don't – Matthew doesn't need to score another goal until April for all I really care about. Like, I, that's fine. Get us into the playoffs. Show me something. And then we'll ride. If they win a, if they win a playoff series, cup favorites. I, I'm telling you right now. If we win a playoff series, plan the parade. Get me John Tory's phone number. I will work with him to plan the parade. However, what if what if that, what if Simon, what, what if the Leafs' road success has levels, and right now we're on this level and we can't beat it? It's the first round, so by the time we get to the second round, what if that level is even harder? And no, it it's not because it's demons. It's demons. Jacob, I don't know what to tell you. Then I'm I I know nothing about hockey. Then this team is built what? very well. We like, said that last year. Jacob, the Montreal Canadiens went to the Stanley Cup round. They are last place in the entire league. If you're telling me that somehow that the Leafs will struggle after winning a first round, I find that hard to believe. I think we have the potential to be this really, really like well fire-powered, fun team win around. Went around. Let's end it there. Oh, folks, do you have anything else to add? There is one more Toronto team that is there. Is there? Is there really? I think I've heard of them, but we're not going to talk about them today, Jacob. We're going to leave that for another pod. We'll Um, We'll discuss the. 
we'll discuss how to fix the raptors in the coming future simon um but yeah thanks everyone for for tuning in today we will probably um be back to a little bit more of a normal schedule so thank you again for listening